it's recording to the cloud. There's like a cloud with like a red dot inside it. Yes. <laughs> well, welcome back to the Two Perspectives podcast, the podcast where you're always guaranteed to get at least two very unique perspectives. I believe this 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 week, this month, whenever we're gonna upload this, about how many different parallels there actually is between life and nature. And let me just start it off because I was sitting outside the other day and for some reason, wood popped into mind like a tree, what your table, your closet is built out of, regular wood. And I thought, hmm, what can I compare this to? And me and Linda have a project and I was making some content and I found a way to interpret it into a video. And the basic concept of that was really, for me, life like comes in like cycles in a way. Like it goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down. Like that's really, at least from what I've experienced, that's how life is. And sometimes you like on a massive up, you go a little down and then you go up again, then you go massively down, changes all the time. Well, the thing is with like, with all those, as we go through cycles, it's the same way as, you know, how you can see if you cut a tree down, like the circles inside of it shows how old it is. So that's like, to me, for some reason, really brought the, the message of like, keep going. Because trees can be like, bare old, like really, really old. I don't know if you have something you want to, to add on to this, Linda. Well, I was, up. Sure. Well, you were speaking to the ups and downs in life. I think a lot of times people forget that that is life and that, you know, we're trying to escape sometimes the being in the trough. So think about the waves of the ocean. You're on a boat, you're fishing, right? And at one minute, you're above on top of the waves. And the next moment you sink down below the waves and then back up again, that's, that's life. And when we find ourselves in situations or experiences or just, you know, everyday life where we might be in that bottom or in that high, it feels like sometimes we're always trying to get back to that high or we're trying to escape that low when really we should be more like a river and go with the flow. Now, I wasn't trying to rhyme there, but that's where my mind was. <laughs> it sounded, actually sounded like you were trying to get that out. It was planned, everything. Came out really smooth. And, well, I, I just thought like something I, I would go with smooth and I thought uh, it's not really going to work with like the way we're going to do this. But they, there's definitely a lot of other things and like going with the waves. Like one of actually the most peaceful things is like waves hitting the beach, like going up and down. And comparing that to something you said just before we hit the recording, Linda, about how we should go out and be with nature instead of just go out and be in nature. I think that's probably one of the easiest ways to like submerge yourself in like, because to me, if you're in like, really in nature in a forest sometimes because i believe in there's like some sort of energy frequency that we don't understand as humans but there's something more between like earth and heaven and 
I think if we really submerge ourselves in nature, that's a way of bringing that out. I feel like going to that next level of subconsciousness, consciousness, whatever you want to call it. I really agree with that. The whole concept of going and being with nature, we are nature. So immersing ourselves in nature to be one with the environment, to be one with our surroundings, to really like our energy, I guess, is the way I'm thinking about it. So the energy that you bring to where you are will radiate the same within nature. If you think about the sprouting of a plant or a weed or a tree, think about underneath that surface, whether it's hard dirt, clay, whatever it is, that seed that's been planted there, for example, it's going through this development where it's just going to pierce through whatever is in its way. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because a lot of times you see that image of that tree or that plant coming up in a place that's got to put a lot of force and there's a lot of resistance that it has to go through in order to get there. Everything in yeah. nature is like that. Life is like that. We're always going to have resistance and forces that we're going to create. And so you can't move through life or nature without affecting it. And so we're a part of that equation. And the moment that we can realize we're a part of that equation, that we're going to have those ups and downs, we're going to have those times where we have resistance and then the time where you surrender from those things, then the better and more richer your life will be. Yeah, and with that, I think another thing that nature can show us is how important harmony is. And what I mean by saying that is like making sure that you don't just don't focus on one area, but you actually focus on multiple areas, both physically, but also psychologically, like both your both training your brain and your body, because you need that harmony in like any ecosystem and your body in that way is kind of an ecosystem because like whatever you do to it affects it and probably affects more than one thing like if you start smoking you're going to start coughing and you're going to affect your lungs and that's going to affect your breathing and so on it's going to upset the harmony so that's the same thing in like an ecosystem in nature if all of a sudden that becomes too, like the water becomes too green and the fish just can't hunt, well, then you've upset the system and the plankton just going to keep on going because there's no small fishes to eat it. And yes, and that's the same thing with humans. I'm glad that you touched upon that. A lot of times people think that they can focus their efforts on one area and they think that it's not going to have an impact on another. And the truth to that is any area that you touch on will impact the other. And you had a good example about the ecosystem, how if you disrupt the ecosystem and let's say there's too much growth in the water and so it chokes out things and so the salmon can't go down the stream, well, then that's an issue. Uh, in our lives, we can have similar things. And so it's about getting and maintaining that balance and knowing that one thing will ultimately affect another. And instead of putting all of our efforts into one area, just know that we may be focusing on a couple of different areas and that 
if you make an improvement in one area, it's going to make an improvement in another. Converse is true. If you are working on something and it doesn't quite work out quite right, it might bleed into another area. So it's all about that balance, but it's not about escaping the balance that nature provides for us. It's about coexisting and navigating through nature, knowing that everything that we do energy-wise is going to impact in some way or form and getting comfortable with that idea. You know, some days you're just going to have a day that is pretty standard and you go through it. Other days might be euphoric. Other days you might be at the bottom. Well, nature's the same way. Think about a forest fire. When a forest fire roars, it may take out life. It may take out um, the landscape. But think about what happens after that comes through. It provides the space for new growth to come up. So even though you might be at the bottom of a trough or you might be that place where the forest fire has gone through and leveled something, that's when the growth is gonna happen. And so if you always think about being in nature as a place where growth will occur and that there's cycles of life and, and at any one time you might be in one cycle or another, just know that you don't stay in one cycle or one season for any length of time. It's only temporary and you go on to the next season or the next place in life. Yeah, I really like you mentioned, it's kind of like a reset, the forest fire like kind of resets everything back to ground zero. And that's, it's much easier to teach, like the same example, I know this is not nature, but you like, you know about the, the, the teacup, like the guy just keeps filling up the teacup and the, all the knowledge keeps overflowing. It's much easier to teach someone with an empty cup than teaching someone with a full cup or a half full cup, because you need to get something out to get something new in. In the other scenario, you just need to get something in. And that's the same with the forest fire. That's really the growth period because there is nothing. That's really where you're gonna absorb, absorb, absorb the most. Jesus Christ, Christ, that was hard to say. It's just like platypus. And well, yeah. Well, I, I, the only comparison I can make to platypus into life is, is sometimes life is just unexpected because Jesus Christ, that, that animal, if I didn't know what it was, if I saw that thing, I would be screaming. It's like half duck, half other, a little bit of beaver, maybe some cat. There's so many things. I really like how you're putting all this together. I know that uh, you and I, we just put our heads together and what will come out is what should. And I was thinking about the teacup scenario yes. that you put together. And that is so true. You're speaking to capacity in life. So you said it was easier to fill a cup that's empty versus fill one that's very full because there's more room to accept what's coming in. Life is like that too. So the more that we can open our heart, open our minds and let the things come in, then the more we're gonna grow. And at the same time, there's gonna be this other part of nature that happens that we don't always like to talk about. And that's the dying off of the old. 
So in that instance that we overflowed our cup, that just meant that part of that was the excess that needs to go away and die off. And so that again, will make the, or create the space for capacity to flow back in. And so again, we have another renewal period. So we've talked about death. We've talked about birth. We've talked about uh, changing ecosystems. And so I, I don't know that we could come up with an example where we could disprove that we are one with nature and that we are nature. We just choose to put ourselves a lot of times outside of that because oh, we... I think that that's because I don't really feel a, a part of nature sitting in my house. Like, and this is like even, it might be like an urban area, but I can only see like a little bit of a roof. Other than that, I can just see trees. But I know that I'm in an urban area, so I don't really feel a part of nature. Like, if I'm somewhere really, really remote, that changes. But it needs to not be surrounded by houses. Because for me, the thing I really like about nature is just being myself. Because I want the quiet. Because I need to, to be one from nature for me. I need really need to allow all of the different sounds and saying that birds are starting singing outside my window, so that was quite good timing. But all the different sounds, like the scrolls running underground, like really take those in because just sitting in nature for me, and it's really in a way taking a piece of canvas that's already nice, but I can do whatever I want to especially like sitting by the water. Like that's like an amazing, like just the water is an amazing piece of canvas, but it's still so blank, so empty, you can make it even more beautiful in a way. It's just like a great starting point for great ideas. I like where you put that. The whole thought that you could be at this place where you could be that creator, that you could have that openness of the quiet, the peace, to build the harmony, to be able to create more of whatever that is. And so that is the number one or thing that comes into my mind of why you would want to immerse yourself in nature and how you can't really, like you said, do that when you're inside your, your house or you're inside a building because you're inside an environment that is a self-supporting structure but the moment you go outside to be with nature, um, it's more open. It's more spacious. At least the, like the building needs to be, be really, really remote. And also like with me, like with you say, like speaking, you mentioned like harmony. Uh, what is like the easiest way to create harmony in your own life? It's finding a place in nature that's harmonious, that, that is already harmony. And taking inspiration from that and then implementing into your own life. That's much easier. It certainly is. And you make it sound so easy, Miss. So for our listeners who are looking to immerse themselves in nature and find that harmony, do you suggest anything of how we would go about doing that if we're not doing that already? What does that look like? Well, it does kind of depend on where you live. 
Like if the, if a city is big enough, I guess you're just gonna have to find a park. But a park to me is not like real nature. Although, other than that, you don't have to, as mentioned, be outside. Like, save up a little bit of money. I know most Europeans can't really travel. We kind of can travel a little bit now. I don't know how much, it, like, how bad it is in the US, but just rent, a, like, some sort of shed in the middle of fucking nowhere. And so... You define nature as, as not necessarily being out in the open, but just being in a space where it's not super full of other people. We are one with ourselves. Yeah, Instead- like look at like look at abandoned cities. Like they a city can become a part of nature. Like abandoned cities, nature kind of doesn't care. Like what really disturbs nature is like humans being active in the area. Yes. So it's like human pollution, the better. Like that's really what's important to me. You're right. It is the human presence that creates that space of whether it's nature existing in harmonious or some other uh, spot. And so you're right. An abandoned city where the civilization is left, it starts that new piece of nature. And then at some point, the town could uh, have presence of people and be revitalized so we can't escape that whole being with nature in nature one with nature no matter how hard we try so even when we die out as a civilization more people come to inhabit that space and the cycle continues nature's going to keep going and I think with that being said we have basically covered everything and if you got any like beautiful pictures of nature, I know I'd definitely love to see them. So you just send them to me or like post them in our Facebook group. Um, both links are down in the description. If you want Linda to see them as well, I don't know why you would do that, but fair enough, her link is down in the description, so description as well. And make sure to give us a follow. And I hope you're absolutely crushing it. <laughs>